Welcome back, um, Mikel. Every time, every week I play that song. Every week I, I admire. I never get tired of listening to it. One because I have a conviction that the Caribbean can pro provide a much better life for the people of the Caribbean if we approach it together as one nation than individual specks of sand or dirt in the Caribbean Sea. But two, you know, Mikel is just pure talent, and and the song was written and arranged and just delivered, produced in an excellent way. Um, the CARICOM Anthem by Mikael Henderson. Well, welcome back. Thank you for staying with me through the break. Uh, if you joined us a little late, uh, this is This Week in Interview. Uh, you may be listening to me on tdnradio.net, or you may be watching me on tdntv.net. Uh, on Facebook, we are live on This Week in Interview Facebook page as well as on TDN Radio Facebook page. I hope you're not too disappointed that I'm the only person that you're going to be seeing or listening to tonight because as I do sometimes, I don't invite a guest. I do what I call self-dancing. Self I dance with myself and I just talk about some topics that uh, that I think is of interest. And, and I always try to present it from a different angle. And so, first off, I want to say, I hope that all um, the women who are listening to me, the ladies who are listening to me tonight, I hope you had a special International Women's Day. Um, I think it's probably something that we need to, we need to big up more. Um, I happen to have had a meeting on Monday and and there were a few people from Eastern Europeans there, from U from Ukraine and Lithuania. And um, what I understood is that International Women's Day is really huge in that part in that part of the world. And in some in some of those countries, it is actually it actually coincides with Mother's Day. And so some people make a big deal out of it, and I think it, it's worth it. I think maybe in the Caribbean in Dominica. We, we probably need to pay a little bit more attention to um, International Women's Day. 
because I believe that women have always contributed uh, vastly to the development of, of humanity, human race. Um, women have contributed to a more peaceful and coherent um, existence. Uh, uh, last year, I did a program on, on women in leadership positions, and, I, and I, I presented some data that showed that, that women make more empathetic leaders, and by being more empathetic, they turn out to be more effective. And, and so, is it time for a woman prime minister in Dominica? Yeah, I don't know, because um, we've had, we've had um, 20 years of men at the helm of the Labour Party, and before that, we had a man at the head of the United Workers' Party. So is it time for a woman to be the leader of, of Dominica once again? We have really, most of us have um, reasonable memories of Miss Charles as a prime minister, whether we were fans of the Freedom Party or of her style or whatever. Um, we cannot really deny that there was development that took place in the country under Miss Charles. There, there's the APP who has named um, as their what you know you call it interim or, or yeah, interim leader is a woman. So that's that that that's that one possibility. And of course, um, we know there's people, um, Mr. Sia Sky, uh, you know as also so we have, essentially we have two um, women in leadership positions, political leadership positions in, in the country. So maybe it's time for, for us to seriously consider going back to having a woman as prime minister. But that's what I wanted to say. A shout out to all the women who are listening to me and the men who are listening to me. If you, if, if International Women's Day passed you by um, unaware, this is to make you aware so you can go wish um, the ladies in your life, your mom, your sister, your wife, your significant other, um, let them know that they're special. The month of March is also, um, from what I understand, um, Women's History Month. And so maybe we'll highlight some of that a little bit, some of the achievements of women. But historically, um, we know we've, we have some really strong um, women in our history. I already spoke, spoke to myself. So I hope um, the month of March uh, is actually um, a special time for, for, for the women. I have some very good friends who have birthdays in March. A uh, special friend who is, was born on the Ides of March. Um, happy birthday to you in advance, Ides of March being um, Sunday. And, and, and I have also a special friend on the 14th, so 14th and 15th. Um, definitely um, have, have a good um, birthday. And, and also, yeah, my good friend, um, Ophelia, um, she's born, I think, on the 19th. I have quite a few folks who were born in March that, that um, I want to say a happy birthday to because it might not be, the birthday will come before my next show. All right, so let's move on to a little more somber, somber stuff. Um, this week, last, in the last two weeks, we witnessed the arrest of two young men in Dominica in Mondanyal. Mondanyal is the area where the Prime Minister lives and the, the, the Chinese Embassy is located in that area. And they were flying a drone. And the, the initial report is that the drone fell and the Chinese, one of the employees or, or people who work at the Chinese Embassy, um, retrieved it and gave it to the security at the Prime Minister's residence, who then um, arrested the two young men and took them down to the police headquarters. And those men were subsequently kept in the cell, in, in the jail, so to speak, for three days. Um, both one of those guys is, um, is, a, is a famous blog, vlogger. He does video blogs and he, he speaks about matters and, and concerns. And if you're speaking about matters and, uh, of concern in Dominica and the lack of progress, economic and social progress that we've seen, and some people would say regression, it, it's impossible 
to express concern about Dominica without being critical of the government. The being critical of the government is risky in Dominica because um, the government has shown that it, it, it is not uh, shy to be retaliatory. Um, why do I say that? I mean, we, we know of professionals, doctors, who um, are prevented from, from practicing their, their profession at the hospital, even when they are the only game in town and Dominicans are suffering, um, not being able to have procedures done because the only doctor that's available um, is not being given a license to, to work at the Princess Margaret Hospital. And so they can only do procedures that can be done in an office, in an outpatient type um, environment. So we know, we know the government is not, it's not debatable. It's not a topic that we would debate that the government is, is retaliatory and, um, and doesn't look favorably on, on folks that do not say um, flattering things about them. We also know that the government administers many of the programs through their supporters. So after Hurricane Maria, a lot of the, the support, the, the rations and the relief supplies were, were done by supporters of the Labour Party, given pickups or whatever it is, you drive and drop stuff off at people's homes. And so therefore, there was a lot of leeway as to who got what and what quantities and so. Um, we know like in the housing programs for the government, um, the, the, the way that we would, um, the way that Dominicans can apply for, for housing is not done in a very open, transparent way. We, we know that business owners who are critical of the government are boxed out of getting government contracts. So many of the, of so much construction is going on in the country after Maria. And, it, and the government rather to give projects to foreigners rather than to give it to a company who who's owned by somebody who doesn't support the government. So we know the risk associated with criticizing the Roosevelt Skerritt um, regime in, in Dominica. And so uh, it was very easy for folks to then make the connection that this video vlogger who sometimes says unflattering things about the government was, was arrested for flying a drone in the vicinity of the prime minister's residence and the, and the Chinese embassy. There was talk that they were going to be charged with espionage, um, <laughs> big word espionage. And if you grow up in Dominica, in one of these Caribbean islands, you wonder what is there to spy on in Dominica that someone is going to be charged with espionage. Now, if I have my private house, I don't want anybody flying a drone over my residence. Let's get that out of the way. I'm not advocating that it should be open to just go fly a drone over somebody's house, particularly the leader of the country. But if there's not a law that, that makes it a crime, then you should not arrest that person for doing that. Maybe you, you warn them, you, you know, take them down to the police station, give them a warning, and release them. You don't put them in jail for three days and then release them with no charge uh, because it's not, there's not a law on the book. We, I, I heard a, a recording of the prime minister talking about that issue after, after the young men were released. And he says, you can be assured, I'm paraphrasing, you can be assured that the government is going to pass very strict laws. Um, and, uh, you know, controlling, managing the use of drones. So again, this is one incident. Do we really need a reactionary type of legislature? Why, why wasn't that put in place in the first place? If it's so egregious that you're going to arrest this young man. The young men were then released um, after three days with no charge. And it, it, it turns out, according to them, that they were on an assignment because they have a business, that's what they do. That there's a homeowner who it happens to be the neighbor of the prime minister and, and Chinese embassy in that area who had some real estate property that he wanted to put on the market. So he engaged this young man to go there and to get some footage using their drone so that he could market his property and that's what they were doing. Um, 
when they were doing that, did they face the drone towards the Chinese embassy and take photos of the prime ministers? I don't know. But however, the young men were there um, doing business. They were arrested for three days. So that's, that was problematic. The, the other aspect of that that I want to talk about is that so some Dominicans who heard of that went to the police station to protest the arrest of those two young men. And they, of course, there's a protest outside of police headquarters. There's obviously going to be a confrontation between the police and the protesters. Some, I'm saying confrontation, but interaction. Maybe confrontation is the assumption that it, it should be an aggressive interaction. Interaction between the police and, and, the, and the protesters. And we saw videos of that interaction. And we want to talk about that because effective policing requires the cooperation of citizens. The police is there to protect citizens. And so the, it is essential that the police has a good relationship with citizens. Citizens shouldn't be afraid of the police. They should respect the police, not be afraid of them. And so we'll talk about that, the type of interaction that we saw there. Before I launch into it too deep, what I want to do is I want to, I want to, to read a section of the, of the Constitution of the Commonwealth of Dominica um, that, that I think is relevant. Um, the Constitution of, 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 the, of Dominica talks, guarantees, it guarantees the freedom of, let me see if I can, I can pull it up here, okay. It, it, it guarantees the freedom of, one minute, let me, okay. The const, it guarantees the freedom of, 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 of Dominicans. So let me, let me read that. I hope, I hope you can see it. I'm, if you're looking at us, I'm sharing it um, on the screen. Chapter one, the very first chapter of the Constitution of the Commonwealth of Dominica. It's entitled Protection of Fundamental Protection of Fundamental Rights and Freedom. It says, whereas every person in Dominica is entitled to the fundamental rights and freedom, that is to say, the right, whatever his race, place of origin, political opinions, color, creed, or sex but subject to respect for the rights and freedom of others and for pub the public interest to each and all of the following names. A, so it's the right of everybody to, to, to all of the following, life, liberty, security of the person, and protection of the law. So, so every single Dominican is entitled to the right to life, to liberty, important, security, you have to feel safe and they're entitled to protection of the law. The law is supposed to protect every citizen. They are also have the right to freedom of conscience, of expression, and of assembly and association. So, C talks about protection of privacy of his home and other property from depri deprivation of property without compensation. So, so C we will also talk about because that brings into play if they were if they were flying their drones over the prime minister's property, and they're violating his right to privacy of his home. You can see that on on of the, of the Chinese embassy. So we we can talk about that. But but let's talk about the aspect of of the right to liberty. And, and, and what I want to say about the right to liberty is that liberty means that you should be free to go where you want. So therefore, if a police arrests you, the police is infringing of your right, on your right to liberty. And therefore, that is an action that has to be taken carefully. So, so in other words, the, the, the police cannot just wantonly arrest you. Like we see some, some a couple of years ago before the last election, 
members of the opposition was just hauled into the police station, kept in custody, and then released. No charges ever being filed. That is a violation of the right liberty. Of course, the police has to restrain people because they are breaking the law or whatever. But how many times do you have to re arrest somebody and then you have no charges to file? Uh, every once in a while. But the Constitution also says that the Constitution also says that when you when a police arrests somebody, they have to bring charges within 24 hours. And these these young men were kept in custody for three days and then released with no charge. So that we're talking about that violation of the rights of citizens. The police cannot just willy-nilly arbitrarily just arrest somebody because you see it, it is right there in the first chapter the first few lines of the constitution of the commonwealth of dominica guarantees everybody the right to freedom to liberty to pro protection from the law not fear from the law but protection from the law it also talks about freedom of of expression it talks about freedom of association so so what's happening what is happening with the with the rights of those young men to their liberty what's happening to the rights of those young men their security of person being taken to to the jail to, to and kept there for three days and not knowing what kind of charge and the charges of espionage and, and that sort of thing. Um, freedom of conscience, freedom of expression. So that that is what I I, I, I want to bring out there tonight. Let us approach this thing from, from the point of view of the constitution and and see how the government of Dominica totally disregarding the constitutional rights of the citizens of Dominica. And therefore, we, we, we want to discuss it in that context, because you see a lot of the, the protests that, that was happening, the supporters of the government, the, the, the government itself, was trying to call the protesters troublemakers. But the, the constitution gives them the right to express themselves. They can stand on the public property because the public property belongs to them. They can stand there and they can express themselves. And if they're not causing damage to property, if, if, if they're not being violent, the police doesn't have a right to be violent with them. So, so, so that's the premise on which I, I want to um, talk about that. Um, it says that a person shall not be regarded as having been deprived of his life. So, so there, there, there are certain provisions when arrest is, 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 um, is warranted. Okay, so you can arrest somebody for defense of any person from violence or the defense of property. In order to effect a lawful arrest or to prevent the escape of a person who is lawfully detained. So let, we are at the bottom of the hour, it's 8.30. I'm going to take a quick break here because when I come back, I want to talk about this thing uninterrupted so that we can, we can understand what we're doing with because I want you, my listeners, to really understand and to know what the Constitution of Dominica says and what it says are our rights. So let us take a quick break to get a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the, the interaction of the police and the protesters. If you live in Canada, the US and the UK and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop 
on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. When you feel a sneeze or a cough coming, <coughs> covering your mouth prevents the spread of germs. You probably knew that. But the way you cover up also matters. And that means breaking a habit you've held near and dear all your life. Cover your nose and mouth with your flexed elbow or a tissue, not your hands. Discard the used tissue immediately. Then wash your hands. Help stop the spread of germs. Remember, your health is your responsibility. A message by the Health Promotion Unit of the Ministry of Health, Wellness and New Health Investment, Dominica. Welcome back. I uh, want to say thank you to the, to the sponsors of the program. Check them out. You'll get your tasty um dominican product that's going to remind you of what it's like to live in dominica at a different time different time um also uh our our our, our sponsor main sponsor as well is beacon dental group in um in boston massachusetts on on blue hill avenue in dorchester check them out if you are dominican and you are in in boston um, you can go there and as a Dominican first time going to the to to that facility, Bitcoin Dental Group um, offers you a free dental cleaning. So you can go check them out. They are very they are state of the art um, facilities, skilled um, personnel. They they do everything in house, um, oral surgery, orthodontics, and all of that. So check them out, Bitcoin Dental Group. So thank you to the sponsors. Uh, you're listening to this weekend interview with your host and guide, Anthony Drago. And um, you can you may be listening to me on tdnradio.net, but you can also see me on tdntv.net or on Facebook. We carry it live both on this weekend interview Facebook page as well as TDN Radio Facebook page. All right. So tonight we 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 just we we're dealing with some of the recent activities that took place in, in Dominica where two young men were, were arrested because they were flying a drone um, in, in close proximity to the prime minister's residence at Mont Daniel. Also, the, the Chinese embassy is, is, um, is located there. While they were in custody, the police released a statement saying that they were investigating possible charges of espionage, um, some high crime, some spy, James Bond kind of thing um that they were investigating and I, I wanted there were a few things that troubled me um tremendously about that because i think that uh, as as citizens the constitution is the supreme law of the land and if the constitution says that the most important right of a citizen is the right to liberty then the, the restriction of that liberty must not be done lightly it, it, it has to be done on behalf of the state by the police, um, but it has to be done, it has to be taken very seriously. It's a big deal to arrest somebody, even if you release them two or three years later with no charge. You violated the constitution right of that person. If you arrested that person without um, sufficient cause, I'm not an attorney, but I'm just, can just read the English that's in the constitution where it guarantees liberty and freedom to everyone. Now, the protesters, folks gathered um, around the police station. The, you know, the police is the one responsible for that because, as I said, in the last couple of years, people have gotten accustomed to the police. They're arresting people, taking them to the police station. And until people protest and make a fuss, then they release them with no charge. We've seen several members of the opposition being, being subjected to that. And so, I mean, I'm really surprised that none of them have have, have engaged um, some kind of legal professional and sued the government um, 
fall for this wrongful arrest because it is a right that is guaranteed under the Constitution. But also, the, the Constitution also says that that as a Dominican, you, are, you have a right to the freedom of your conscience, of expression, of assembly and association. So that is what was being done by the protesters. They were not rioting. There were no stones thrown. There were, there were no disruption, undue disruption of the flow of people going about their business. They were standing in the public domain, expressing the that is dissatisfaction with the arrest of two young men. And they were expressing the fact that this arresting was too selectively done. The, the Prime Minister of Dominica Roosevelt Kerrick turned around and said, well, who, the, the protesters should be careful because how would they like someone flying a drone over their home and just invading their privacy? And as was rightly pointed out by, pointed out by a number of persons on social media, we all watched a video of someone going to the leader of the opposition's home and dropping off a suitcase, a suitcase pretending that there was some kind of deal that was going on. The leader of the opposition had security cameras and he released that, those, those footage. His times and everything is the face of the person. And up till today, we, we're not aware of any robust investigation that was carried out by that person who invaded the privacy of the home of the leader of the opposition. So justice can only be justice if it's equally applied. Someone flew a drone, they're held in custody for three days. Another person goes to somebody's property, rings a bell, leaves suitcase, come back. They, they, they didn't like the when they when they watched the footage of what they did, they didn't like it. So they went back and did it a second time so they could take a second a second thing. So that because the whole point was that it was was trying to show that the leader of the opposition was involved in some nefarious um, activity. And that was not investigated to any full extent that the public is aware of. Because by now, enough time has gone on so that we could have gotten some update if they, if they had taken that seriously. So the, the inequal application of the use of the resources of the country, the police and that sort of thing. Also, what was particularly troubling um, was the interaction of the police to the protesters. We saw the police driving by, they were unimpeded, driving by the protesters going into the police compound. And one police officer who was in the passenger seat stretching his hand and his head out of the vehicle to shove a protester. The protester reacted and they came out of the vehicle and, and proceeded to and it's, one, it's clear on video, they proceeded to beat that, that young pro protester. And there was, there was one particular police officer who was swinging his baton so hard at that, at that citizen, a young man, that if that baton had connected with that young man in the wrong place, anybody who looks at it can imagine that that young man would, would have been seriously injured or even worse. So much violence. We saw video of the police dragging uh, women and kicking them. We just spoke about International Women's Day and how we should be uh, appreciating our women. And this is how the government should our women because the police are agents of the government of Dominica. So whatever the police does, they do it on behalf of the government, especially when we don't hear any reprimand or we don't hear any apology or we don't hear any condemnation or any kind of indication that the, the management of the police looks at the behavior of that officer and says that behavior does not represent, that behavior does not represent the, the police force that is supposed to protect the citizen. 
if we had seen that, we could say, okay, that was just that police officer who got caught up in the moment and in the heat of it, he, they overreacted or a few police officers. But we all saw the video and a week has gone by and we have not heard any sort of statement from the police dealing with this, that type of treatment from the police officers onto the public who were peacefully gathered expressing their dissatisfaction in the dissatisfaction in, in the way that the police was treating these this two young men, two young enterprising men. Dominica has very limited resources for young men to, to get employed, young men and young women. And and lately we've been very I've been very impressed with some of the, the things that we see coming out of Dominica. We see a lot of young enterprising young people starting business businesses and we should be encouraging them so here are two young men who are out running their business taking footage for for a realistic time we should be encouraging them if they made an error in how they were conducting their business if they say for example because this because this property was in close proximity to the residence of the prime minister and chinese embassy it may have been prudent to have gone to the security at the prime minister's residence or the security at the Chinese embassy and say, listen, we have an assignment to, to film this property here. We know it's close to your property. I think you should do that to any neighbor. When I worked in Dominica as an engineer, if we had to go do any type of survey for a pipeline or anything, we would send notices to the neighbors that we were crossing their line or we were going to close to them and that kind of thing. So you would think that, it, okay, it, it, it would have been prudent for them to have informed the, the neighbors that they were going to fly, be flying a drone. I'm going to be flying a drone in the vicinity of your home. So if you see the drone, we're not there to take photographs of your property. We are going, this is what we are here to do. And this is particularly important if that residence is the prime minister's residence on the Chinese embassy as well. So, yes that could have been done but that was if assuming that that was not done is the, is the punishment for that indiscretion three days in jail with a threat for continuing continuing investigation for being charged with crimes as serious as espionage it, 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 is that indiscretion sufficient to violate those two young men right constitutionally given right for liberty and then when folks hear about it, the citizens of dominica has a right to voice their opinion even when the opinion that they're voicing is not favorable or flattering to the government that they have to be met with so much violence and even violence against our women we have a tradition that we protect our women we don't attack them we teach our boys boys don't hit girls all the time but yet, what are young men seeing? That the government is beating up on women. Because the police is an agent of the government. So the police was beating up this woman on behalf of the government. The police was brutalizing a young man on behalf of the government. And this is particularly so when after the fact, the management, the, the senior officers, the commissioner and so on, has yet to release a statement assuring the public that we are investigating that type of interaction between our officers and the public. And we don't condone any type of violence and we are carrying out an investigation. We, and we want to be patient while we do that. Okay. Context. Just recently, a young man died while in custody of the police. And there is an investigation in that now. So doesn't it then say that the management of the police force should then the same the same discretion that I'm I'm ad, I am I'm advising that these young men should exercise if they are going to be flying their drone and taking footage in a certain area to inform the neighbors what you're doing so the neighbors are aware and there's no speculation it's the same not even discretion but expectation because the standard must be higher on the government and the police because they are supposed to be professional to go out and say 
you know, this is concerning to us. This swinging of a baton is full force at, at a young man who just has a megaphone talking with the potential for, for serious bodily harm. This is not what we represent. There was no, there was no evidence of any um, weapons or anything like that. So constitutionally, we have to be more aware of those issues because maybe maybe we support the Labour Party and therefore we think what the police did was right. <laughs> but be careful because when we have the deterioration of the institutions that protect citizens, it's only a matter of time before that deterioration starts affecting us and our family. It's a deterioration of all, for everybody. When the rain falls, it falls on everybody's house. When the rain falls, it waters the farm of all farmers. So the deterioration of the rights of citizens will eventually affect all citizens. And so that's why I wanted to, to talk about that in, in, in tonight because it, it, it has to be concerning to everybody who saw what happened. And those of us who live through the era of Trump, we should be able to put it in context and see how dangerous it is to support one man so much that that man or his agents can do no wrong. It, we have our children and we love our children to death. And when they do wrong, we tell them they do wrong so that we hope that they can do better. And so the, the supporters of the Roosevelt Kerry administration, the supporters of the Labour Party, if you in good conscience can look at the videos that we saw between the interaction of the police and a few protesters who were standing there being boisterous, but shouting and screaming is not a crime. It's actually a right that is protected under the Constitution. If you cannot, if you can look at that and 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 justify it, be careful, be very very careful, because the deterioration of the right, constitutionally guaranteed right, of one citizen results in the deterioration, deterioration of rights of all citizens. And and I and I think if you are a supporter of the government. You have a special responsibility because if the government know that I don't support them, and I come to, to, to make a point, the reception to me is going to be a defensive reception. I have less of a chance of reaching the government or reaching the agents and say, you know, and, and they, they, they're less likely to listen to me. If you are a supporter and you see that kind of action and you go to them, whoever it is, and say, listen, you guys know I'm a supporter. I'm a diehard fan. But man, this is wrong. You, couldn't, you cannot be beating up a man like that because he has a megaphone. Or you cannot be dragging a woman on the road like that because whatever. They will be more receptive to you saying that than to me. So you, as a supporter of the government, have even more of a responsibility to point out the areas in which government can do better. Point out a area in which our police can do better encourage our government to, 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 to talk to the young men and caution them to be protective of citizens and the rights of citizens rather than to brutalize them. We, we see, we remember the Dread Act and the application of the Dread Act where Rasta was, was beaten just for having luck. We see that. We see that we have that history, we have that memory in our mind of police brutality. And Dominica is such a small community that everybody knows everybody. Everybody is almost related to everybody. We should be living in harmony. And, and those things are not happening accidentally because we can have certain curriculum. We can have certain curriculum in our schools that encourages our, our young boys to, be, to, to compete in football and cricket and basketball, but not person to person. Encourage our young men to be part of a 4-H club or, or whatever. Let people debate against each other. 
and go at each other on an intellectual and be able to separate an intellectual disagreement with a personal gripe. And even when there's conflict, tight influence systems where we can teach our young people conflict resolution without violence. Not, not have the police use violence as an example of how to resolve a conflict. Those things can, uh, can be mitigated deliberately. And, and because our society is so small, it can be done pretty quickly. You know, one year of, of, of a deliberate um, schooling in the high schools and the primary schools that we teach our young people to, to work with each other, we, we implement competition in schools so that young men and young women have a chance to be aggressive with each other, but in sports, in, in debate, in essay competition, those kind of things. People learn that you, two people may be on opposite sides and they can compete hard and they can come together and still have a common goal of developing Dominica as a country. And that is what, that is what we have to call on. And, and it doesn't matter whether you are labor right or whatever it you are, or you don't believe in politics or you don't listen to whatever it is. All of us have a right because when we spoil the country, we spoil it for everybody. There was once upon a time on a full moon, you could just go to the beach and have a sea bath and chill. Now, people don't dare do that because we have a more violence in the country. Everybody wants to have a weapon to be able to protect themselves. So everybody thinks when, 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 when the peaceful nature of coexistence deteriorates, it deteriorates for everybody. And so we, but it can be changed because as I said, Dominica is a small place. You know, we probably have 10 schools, secondary schools or whatever, you know, a few couple thousand people, a six month program you can start to get people in the right direction. Use the 4-H club, use the JCs, use the Rotary club, just, just, in, just invest a little bit of time and energy into healthy competition, teaching folks to be competitive. And we will see how quickly the mood of the country will turn around. And of course, with the government setting the example that when something happens, we, we, we react to it according to the rule of law. And when it happens to the prime minister, we apply the same rule as when it happens to the leader of the opposition. Those are simple, simple applicable things. But when you, as a supporter of the government, will defend the government no matter what, you are contributing to the deterioration of life in the country. The last thing that I wanted to talk about is that yesterday we, we heard that the um, Caribbean Court of Justice, the CCJ, rejected the appeal of the government. So, so what happened is that um, some people brought a suit against some of the um, Labour Party candidates in the last election and, and accused them of treating, which is a crime under the Constitution. The, the Labour Party legal team challenged the magistrate court as not, not having the jurisdiction to rule on such, on such a case. Um, the magistrate court upheld that, but the but it was appealed at the High Court, and the High Court said no, the magistrate court has the jurisdiction to, to hear that case. And and so the the lawyers for the for the government, because the, the people that have been accused are part of the government, took it to the to the highest um court, the, the Caribbean Court of Justice, and it was sent back. It was said that the, the appeal had no merit. The magistrate court does have jurisdiction to hear the case. So that was a small, that was a victory, tremendous, uh, a significant victory. So now that case of treating has to be called. What happens if those members of parliament who won their seat are found guilty of treating? They cannot, that, they, they, it would mean that their, their victory at the, at the election would be negated, would be void. So if that were to happen, just just roll it forward in your mind, it means that there would have to be, you know, elections and so on. So it, it was, the ruling was a significant ruling. It didn't change, it didn't give a victory and say, yes, they were going to be guilty of treating. It just says that now 
that 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 aspect of our election process where we see the government constantly giving tickets to folks to come down to vote we saw but it wasn't about voting though the case was because right before the election the government brought down artists and made free concerts and they're saying that because of the value of the normal value of the tickets to enter those concerts it was equivalent to treating those folks so that they would in turn and it was so close to the holding of the election that it was um it was done to entice people to vote for the government in the election and and let it be interesting to watch and and you know hopefully um the justice system rolls efficiently because they say justice delayed is justice denied so hopefully um the process rolls um efficiently and we have the chance to have those debates about about what can a government do what can a party do um during campaign it's not anything good it's not well if i have a hundred million dollars i can just spend a hundred million dollars and because of that i can i can entice people to vote for me where do we draw the line those are important discussions because elections are so fundamental to democracy that our election process is supposed to be clean above board and have the trust of all citizens so that the result of the election can be held by everyone and and therefore the mandate of the government to be the government um is not questioned so i hope i hope you found this discussion interesting the the purpose of me talking about those things is not necessarily to teach you anything that you probably didn't know but just to stimulate in your mind the need to have those type of conversation at that level not not necessarily shouting and being boisterous there's time for that there are times for 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 us being boisterous and and all of that but sometimes you have to just go back the constitution i think or as, as citizens we have to be familiar with our constitution and so that's something that i want to do a little bit more of is is to find the opportunity to explore a certain portion of the population because i want you my audience on this week's interview to be the most savvy and smartest audience that there is so that you can have a discussion and be able to pass on some of the knowledge to them the knowledge that you get because from our discussion it stimulates you to go to learn more or to engage in a conversation in a different way and 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 as i said we always like to have solutions so the action that we want to have is to call on the government call your power rep call whoever and say listen call the ministry of education i think we need to start to turn around this violent um nature that is taking over dominica and let us try to institute in our schools a, a a system where we encourage folks and we teach our young people that it's okay to compete it's okay to be on opposite sides and still be friends it's okay to compete with each other and still have the common goal of pushing dominica forward it's okay to to support it's okay to support a government and still point out areas of improvement actually it's required that if you support somebody you show them their shortcomings so that they can work on it and become better all right i think this is this is where i'm going to leave it it's nine o'clock i'm flat out of time uh this has been this week in interview with our host and guide anthony drago we do this every wednesday um march 22nd is world water day and I'm, I'm i'm trying to work with some folks in dominica to bring me a special program during that week um so look out for that but have have a great week i'm usually on air um with sam from 11:30 a.m on a friday because sam does a show fyi fridays from 10 to 12 eastern time um so which is like um 11 to 1 dominica time uh we he has that two-hour show but i joined him for the last half hour and we have discussions similar to like what i just did um and so i encourage you to tune in to fyi friday um from 10 a.m eastern standard time good night listeners it was such a pleasure being with you i hope you find um our conversation a little stimulating and that um it will help you with some action and, and call your power call the ministry of education let's get let's get let's turn dominica around by starting with the young young people good night